Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Nemesnikov trying to get his name into this game. Comrie comes up big again. Stretch pass. Tate Thompson breakaway. Deke scores! Tate's TNT Thompson with back-to-back goals. And the Buffalo Sabres are up 3-1 in the second period in Tampa. Happy Friday. Good morning. Jeremy White, Sneaky Joe. Hey, what are you guys talking about today? Hey, Tage. Tage. Tommy Dangles. <laughs> it's Tommy Dangles. So good. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it, it's still. I mean, I we watch it happen. I didn't want to tweet it last night because I didn't want to be accused of jinxing it. But yeah, he's going to score 50. He's going to score 50. He's going to score 50 goals. How would he not score 50? He needs 11 in their last. They have like 25 games left. I, I, I should get that number to committed to memory. 27? Okay. 26? 11. He needs 11. 26. He gets... That's his fourth hat trick last night. Yeah. It's just... It is wild. This team is sometimes frustrating. I, I guess... Here's what I would ask, Joe. After the, the loss to the Leafs on Tuesday... Yeah. How mad was everybody... Oh, angry. I mean, it was... Yeah, because it's the Leafs. It was the Leafs, and it was your building being taken... Look, there were other compounding factors, right? Yeah, I think so. They took over the arena, and O'Reilly scored a hat-trick. Yep. And maybe you had, I don't know, flashbacks to... I don't know what, just being bad. Yeah, I don't think people panicked. I think what we're doing here is all along for this ride, like the ride, and wouldn't mind if, you know, the Sabres... Showed everybody that they're loving it too, and whether it's renting a goalie or the the Chikrin idea or another name that we don't even really know, the idea that they could add at the deadline, I I do uh, expect them to make an addition at the deadline to make at least one addition, and maybe it'll just be some you know fourth round pick for a checking line this or mm-hmm. some sandpaper that maybe it's a piece that. Last a couple of years. I don't know what will happen, but I would expect him to do something because this is too much of a race to just not do anything. They don't – it's not a year where they have an impending free agent, right? Like teams in this spot – Orloff's a good example, right? He's a soon-to-be UFA. Yep. If you're a team in this spot and you've made the playoffs and you don't have a big, long drought, you might say, well, let's see if we can get something for this guy that's going to leave. And we're still trying to make the playoffs, but – you know, you're stuck between seller and buyer. There were years the Sabres were like that. Mm-hmm. Should they dump off this piece, that, that piece? Well, 
we're within striking distance. That's not this year. There's nobody you'd be afraid to lose in unrestricted free agency on this roster. No, you know you know that they're not a seller at the very least. Yep, there's nothing really to sell. It's either stand pat or be a buyer. So buy, right? You should yeah, you should probably buy something. You should probably I I would you've, buy. You've got you've got trade deadline bucks to spend. Uh-huh. Deadline bucks. Deadline. And these other teams around you are going to buy, aren't they? Mhm. Pittsburgh, the, their GM spoke a couple days ago about like yeah we we like very frankly like we want to add to this group like we're not going to go all out like they'll, they kind of will couch it a little bit but Pittsburgh's probably going to add Washington maybe won't no I think they'll power down but other than that I mean Florida could Detroit might feel like they have more pressure too because they signed veterans in the off season like they made they pushed their chips to the middle a bit um, I bet Detroit would will do something and especially if they're hanging on to Larkin. How different is Detroit than Buffalo right now in terms of needing to get back to the postseason to prove something? I mean, that's a franchise that has, let's be honest, right? This is dark times for them. Yeah. I would say even more important because they don't they don't know what's happening with Dylan Larkin. Like, their captain and their best player. He is their leading point getter, I think, by 25 points. Some, something like he's a point per game player and nobody else is even at like 40 and he's a UFA and he's UFA at the end of the year and they're reportedly not close on an extension so with his situation and the fact that they paid Andrew Kopp at 28 and they paid David Perron at 34 and they traded and signed Vili Husso shouldn't they be under more pressure than the Sabres to make the playoffs yeah they might be more desperate to to yeah to put something positive out there you know, are they trying to make the playoffs to prove to some of these guys? It's kind of like a spot the Sabers were in in the late Eichel stages, where you Kinda, really you really yeah. want to prove that you can be good enough for a player to want to stay, right? And maybe are they doing that on a smaller scale with Dylan Larkin because he's been there how long? Has he ever made the postseason? Aren't they in a drought too? They are. They haven't made the playoffs since they, they might have. Did they make the return to play? Um, I don't even think they made that. No, Dylan Larkin. He's in the same boat. He's in the same boat that Eichel was in. No, no. that's not true. 2015-16, he played five games in the playoffs as a 19-year-old. So his first season. Yep. He's not played in the playoffs since his rookie season. So and, yeah, and maybe, maybe they're doing the same thing of, like, there's money talk too there, but he's not going to sign here unless we do something. Yeah, they lose in that first round, and since then, in the division, 7th, 5th, 7th, 8th, 7th, 5th. So, so it is it is similar. It's but a I six think, year playoff drought. It's half as long yeah. as Buffalo's. But it's it's des it might be more desperate than the Sabres, but it's a similar situation. We'll get some calls in. Give us a call. 803-0550. Your vibe on the Sabres. I am feeling good. Wasn't about panic after Toronto. It was about not being afraid to rent. Not being afraid to do something to get it the rest of the way. To do, take your best crack at getting it the rest of the way there. I, I am in support, whether that's a rental at goal. I think a rental and goal, if it's if, if it's out there, the upgrade is definitely worth it. Timo Meyer, eh, that comes down to price. I don't want them spending crazy to rent. I just don't think a, a goalie might be all that expensive to rent. And to be honest, you know, what's crazy? Would, would trading... One of your top three prospects from last year's draft be crazy. It depends on the return for a two month return. It mm. is it is kind of funny, like asking that question because it's an unknown. If I were to tell you, Joe, it's going to cost you one of those top three picks last year. They took three first rounders. Uh-huh. Would you trade one of them 
to get in and win a playoff round. Like you can't guarantee that's what you're going to get. Let's just let's just play the devil game. I'll, you know, I'm make a deal. Yeah, make a deal with the devil. I, I will let you in, and you will win a round for a first round pick if you give me Oastland. You do it. Now they can't make that deal. We don't know that. No, you're not. By the way, telling me I'm losing in the second round, right? I didn't. I'm say just. That. I'm just being placed. I'm getting to round two, and I then did, we'll see. And all I'm doing when I say that is pointing out how quickly we would get over it because. Oh, we get over. We get over it instantly, and we wouldn't feel like they've, you know, given away their future. Well, and everything gets easier. Like we mentioned, the Kelvin Benjamin trade earlier. Isn't that the proof in the pudding of you get in, you make the fans happy, you make the owner happy, you you make everybody happy just by getting in. You buy yourself time, right? Like you as do. as a GM and a coach, like pre- no one's talking about firing the coach and the GM the year after you have a season like that. So, I, I do think there is a lot of there's a lot of stock that you can put in just getting in and making it because the Bills did it and we saw it firsthand that like there was no pressure on them after winning six games the following year. Yeah, we're developing a young quarterback and they had time to do all of that because they got here and they got in right away. Let's connect with our fans to West Seneca, Mark. Good morning, Mark. How are you, Jeremy? Joe, I'm good this morning. How are you guys? Good. Hey, uh, just an opinion. Um, I was telling a screener, uh, I'm 64 years old, and I've been involved in hockey since I'm five. Um, Played all the way up to the college level, coached the whole nine yards. And uh, when I look at this team, to me, it's sort of obvious. Um, uh, They're a young team. And one of the things in sports, especially in hockey, that people always talk about, and especially the players, is consistency. And consistency comes from confidence. And confidence comes when things start going well. And it's really hard for a young team to focus when they get goaltending, like we've been getting, that in many instances puts them behind the eight ball. I believe that's why, since January, um, the team has dipped. And granted, there have been games where you know they came out like gangbusters early in the year. But now it's getting tight, and teams are playing different. And now they've got to fight through things. And when you're in tight games and your goaltending can't be counted on, it really is really hard emotionally on, on a young team. Young teams t- tend to play on emotion, okay? Um, they, they're, they don't look very businesslike like a lot of the veteran teams do. You watch Boston, they're very businesslike in, in their game, and it's consistent through all three periods, and that's why they're winning so many games. So many veterans, businesslike, but young teams don't play that way. They just don't. they got to get the experience to do it. And unfortunately, um, I'm really scared about what our goaltending is going to do for us. Uh, and moving on and trying to get a goalie, I'm all for it, except, like everything, what's it going to cost? Because we've gone through getting rid of our assets for veteran guys, uh, and that hasn't worked out so well. So just a little bit of opinion as to what I think is really going on. So thanks for listening to me, guys. Thanks, Mark. On the point about you know consistency and – Whatever, mental makeup. A, a lot of yesterday listening to the afternoon show when Bulldogs got Joe Yurden, who uh, writes at Noted Hockey, you you get into a conversation about what the room can handle. Right? It's a young team. Mm-hmm. And it's going to veer off into a little bit of a different point than the caller's making here, than Mark's saying. But I do think it's like under the same tree. The idea that they couldn't acquire a player like Timo Meyer and then make him the highest paid because how would the room handle that? 
you know, as as Mark points out, professionals, business like a veteran room or a a, fr- a franchise that is not trying to pull itself out of the rubble of its past. Yep, is able to just do that. You acquire a guy and sign him, and he's the highest paid, and that, that's fine. We're, everybody goes to work, right? Uh, did, as Bo Horvat goes to the Islanders and signs, is he the highest paid player on their team? I don't know. Did anybody bring up the point? No. Nope. What they have to worry about with that? He probably is the highest paid player, too. Are they fractured by that fact, or are they just happy they got a good player? And again, like they've won, they've won. What for the last five since he got there? Like even, they're winning, even without Barzo, who's hurt. Yeah. But the point there is just simply once you graduate out of the, I don't want to say all moral victories kind of parades, but once you get to that status where it's about winning, Carolina. Because if they just traded for a guy, made him the highest paid player on the roster, would anybody say it's an issue in the room? Would it ever happen with Boston? Never. Tampa, Toronto, never. Just these teams get to a point where it is businesslike and. I don't say that as any sort of uh, knock against the Sabres. Could they handle something like that? You would hope so. You would hope they get to a point where it's just, right, whatever. And also, that, they're probably going to have to because in seven years, like they're, they're guys making the number they're at, $7.1 million for Thompson and Cousins. That's not that high a number for right. players of their caliber. So in seven years, they're going to they're gonna bring in guys that make more than that, aren't they? Right, that's that's part of it. When Thompson signs seven years for forty nine million or seven years for fifty million, he signs on the line that is dotted and accepts the fate that other people will make more money than you someday. Right. You sign up and you say, like, I am happy with this, scribble, scribble. He didn't have to sign for seven years. Cousins didn't have to. And right. Darlene's next contract will be a monster. He'll make more money than everybody. He'll and, be the highest paid player of the team anyway. He, he will be. Yeah. Yep. And maybe And by the way, Skinner right now is the highest paid player, so it's not even like it's not even like that seven point one number is what's being topped. Nine would be the number that's being topped. Yeah. And Thompson knows as one of the most important players and best players, like, he could have gone to the wall and said, I need to make more than Jeff Skinner. He didn't. Right. Doesn't the fact that you signed the big long extension for money that we all immediately thought, wow, that's really valuable, that's really good. Doesn't that mean that that's not going to be an issue for you if you aren't making the most? No, right, right. If you cared about that that much... You'd be signing bridge deals. Yeah, you would have thought, I'm going to take the risk anyway. I'm going to go back next year, I'm going to score 50 goals, and then you're going to pay me $11 million. Right. So I would like to think that that stuff, you don't have to worry about that. And another extension off that point is Mark's talking like young team versus veteran team. How would you feel if they traded away a popular player? Mm-hmm. It's going to happen. Right. So, somebody will not be brought back. This is not the team that they're going to go with for the next five years. Four or five pieces will be picked off it, moved elsewhere, or right. replaced by these draft picks. And, you know, Zemgis Girgensons might be a really popular guy. He's not for the long term here. Right. And, like, <laughs> you, it, it, the, the important players, of course, like, maybe they'll matter a little bit more. You get, they can't be surprised by it if it happens. I mean, I watched the Beyond Blue and Gold a couple weeks ago. With, it was Casey Middlestead and Jacob Bryson, I think. And, like, Jacob Bryson, like, he was on that Bahamas trip that they went to during the break. And he rooms with Casey Middlestead. And, like, he's he's right there, like, hanging out with those guys all the time, super well-liked. He's Jacob Bryson. 
You're not going to sign him to a seven-year extension just because everybody likes him in the room. So it's going to happen on some level anyway that, like, Middlestat. Middlestat will come up as like, everyone wants to trade Casey Middlestat, right? Like, any trade idea comes up, it's, oh, well, let's give him Middlestat. And he's super well-liked in that room. Darlene and him have been, like, best friends on the team since they've been there. That does not make him untouchable in any way. It no. doesn't even improve the value of keeping him to me in any way. When guys are replaceable, they're replaceable. That's just that's just how it is. 803-0550. James and Cheektawaga. James, good morning. Good morning, Jeremy and Joe. How are you guys doing? Great. Good. Great. Good. Yeah, I just wanted to call you. I, I've been watching the Sabres. I'm 21. I've been watching them since 28, what, 12? So I haven't ever seen them make the playoffs. And this is like one of their most exciting seasons I've ever seen. But I was calling basically... Either way, I would love to see a trade or anything happen. If Elzer doesn't, I'm still happy with the season. And uh, I just want to see what your guys' take on Labushkin's goal and his odds, because I believe they were like 3,000, plus 3,000 on him scoring. I was curious what you guys thought about that. I'm sure they were that long. Um, he hadn't scored in 45 games. He had not scored with the Sabres, especially in overtime. I mean, that would have been like the longest shot odds you could have ever seen in your life. Um he, so James is in that category from the poll yesterday that he would answer yes, right? Season's, season's, a success, season's yeah. already a success. Yes. Which I think is defendable because, again, all they got to do is not collapse. But I, I'm not – I think as the day progressed, I, I started off on yes on that question and started to lean a little bit towards no. And not even to say that I don't think it's going to be a yes. I think I'm going to get to yes maybe even very quickly. But – I just want to make sure they're in the race in April. Like meaningful games in March is is nice, and they have not had that. But I want for me this this team to make it a, a true success. Be in it right to the very end. You don't have to make it for it to be a success, but be in it until yeah. the end. Don't don't lose six of eight in March, and then I'm sitting there April first, and while well, I need a five game winning streak to get back in this thing. Well, even that. It sounds, I'm going to say this, kind of sounds ridiculous in my head. Can I separate the season from the playoff race? It kind of feels like the season is a success. We don't yet know if the playoff race is. Because they're in a playoff race. And if they were to do what you just laid out, you would say season is a success, probably. But the playoff race, they failed. They failed to make the playoffs. And I don't think there are a lot of people that would say failing to make the playoffs means that the season has been any sort of failure it, it's okay to have success where disappointment is the final feeling. I mean, well, because you could just measure the success in have they found a core? Yes, and that the and that's that's definitely a yes. I mean, Labushkin. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Back to Labushkin though. Uh-huh. He has four career goals in two, including including last night, including last night in 253 games, and last night's goal, you know. Overtime, shorthanded. You had it. You said it's a very lengthy description. What is it? The first time it's happened in twenty years? Um, no, first time it's happened in like ninety years. But it, it's it's shorthanded, unassisted goal by a defenseman in overtime. Yeah, it's happened one other time ever by someone named Ott Heller in nineteen thirty seven. Everybody was named Ott back in the thirties, right? Ott Ott Heller. That is a nineteen thirties hockey name. Yes, if, it I've, is. if I've ever heard one. Labushkin, shorthanded. Overtime in the way too it happened too right like if I told you this morning that he was going to pickpocket Stamkos and go the distance no right right you would have imagined that's uh, a little wrist shot from the point and it goes off a leg of a lightning player right 
That's how you yeah. would imagine it. I, I, Joe, I don't he even... raced down the the middle of the ice and just ripped one on one of the best goaltenders in the world. Don't you feel like, if, without even looking, his other three goals are probably just rips, blasts from the point that hit a body and went 100%. in? Hundred percent. You score three career goals in two hundred and fifty-two games going into last night. You know that you have a different role. You're yep. not you're not out there to score goals, and <laughs> that I mean, you could hear it in the way Rob just poof, exploded during the call. It was nuts. I tweeted out last night, like, who's is that the unli- unlikeliest overtime hero since when? And this is not an overtime goal, but the one goal it did remind me of because it's a defenseman streaking down like on a breakaway. Maybe Lubushkin's was more of a partial breakaway. Is I'm, it, I'm is reaching it, back. Is it Tony Ludman? Did Tony Ludman a score breakaway, a breakaway goal? Game five. Against Carolina? Yeah. That was the one that I thought of. Guy I, you that know, you would you you maybe never did Tony Ludman ever have another breakaway in his entire career? Maybe not. Ilya Labushkin, did he ever have another breakaway in his entire career? Probably not. Labushkin, <laughs> when he crosses the blue line, if you could have frozen time, we could have hosted a talk show and said, okay, <laughs> uh, on the list of Sabres that you'd less like to have this breakaway. Sure. It's like Verata. <laughs> uh, we uh-huh. all have. Usually when that number, I mean, until who wears 25 now? 25 was a cursed number for a while. Verata, Greer. Did Mark Mancari Mark wore it? Like, you knew, oh, yep. uh, okay, I can turn away. It's Verata. This is not going to be a goal. And Labushkin would have been on the short list of, oh, okay, well, you know. He probably would be number one on the list. Power of- wears 25 now. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, well. So he's saving that number. He's going to save that number. Um, he probably, I'm, I'm watching I'm watching Labushkin's first goal, by the way. It's exactly how you described it. Slap shot from the point. It goes off a Washington Capitol player's leg. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it, he'd probably be the name that you didn't want to have that moment. Yeah. But he did. 803-0550. More your calls. And uh, we got to talk about, like, the ice around town. Can you play hockey in your yard? I oh, – we, we got to bring this up. I have – I was a thing – I thought of that I could have done late yesterday that I was kicking myself for not thinking of in the morning. Because I would have been, I, let's just say, I was more prepared for a storm like that yesterday than anyone in the area. And I didn't realize it until until late in the day. We'll get to that. And your calls. 803-0550 on WGR. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles, and Toyota has them with more on the way. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future. In vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you. A hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places.